Hi, everybody. It's Auntie. I hope you guys are doing very well. I hope you've had a wonderful week. It's still a bit uh, active out there with uh, the protests and stuff going on. But remember I said this is probably for the good to make a big change. And we are seeing a lot of changes happen. And I thought, you know what, based on the fact of what's going on, it'd be nice to talk about um, this man named David George. Now, David George, he's not Canadian, but he's from the U.S. and was a slave. And he came to Canada with his wife and two children. He came to Nova Scotia and he created the first Baptist church. Now, I know there's a lot of religions, Seventh-day Adventist, Catholic, um, Pentecostal and all that, but he he created the first Black Baptist church. And what was so neat about this church, though, is a lot of people loved his preaching that even uh, um, white people came and joined in at the church. Unfortunately, the church he created was burnt down, so it no longer exists in Nova Scotia, but a church that he created in Georgia called Silver Bluff Baptist Church, it still stands over the past, oh, I believe 300 years. So, and people still go to that church and they fix it up and stuff. And um, people still go and celebrate him. And they tried to rebuild his church in Nova Scotia that he had built in 1782. And it just isn't the same, but you know, it still has the connection to the Baptist church he built in Georgia. So I thought that was really interesting and neat. And he's built other Baptist church um, pretty much around, I think it's Syria. He built uh, another Baptist church out there also. So he's known for being a Baptist preacher and having an influence. So he put an influence in Canada too. You know, so that was really nice. So anyways, today um, we're going to read Joseph's Big Ride. And I really like the story, not only because Illustrator is one of Auntie's friends, um, but I liked it because this young boy is from a refugee camp and he came to, I'm not sure if it's America, but he came and you know, he has to learn a new culture and stuff, but he has that same passion that he had where he came from. So I thought, and he keeps trying. And that's what I like about this, because this is something that we all should learn from Joseph is to keep trying. So let's read the story and you'll understand what I mean. So the story is called Joseph's Big Ride and it's by Terry Farish. And of course, the illustrator is my dear friend, Ken Daly. Okay, so here we go. Joseph's Big Ride. In the refugee camp where Joseph lived, he wanted one thing, to ride a bicycle. He watched a big boy named Dao on his bike. He was as fast as a lion and as tall as the sky. Let me ride, Joseph said, but his feet didn't reach the pedals. Tomorrow, eh, said Dao. 
Joseph loved to help Dao fix his bike. He fetched screwdrivers, twisted the handlebars, pumped when a tire went flat, and he wanted for his legs to grow long. Every day, Dao told him, tomorrow, hey? But then Joseph and his mama traveled far from the camp. They did not walk, they did not pedal, they flew on an airplane all the way to America. Joseph did not forget the bicycle. In America, Mama and Joseph live in an apartment. Joseph watches this new world out the window. He hears basketballs, pat, tap, a tap. He sees streetlights instead of skies full of stars. He smells new food that's not like his mother's lentil soup. One morning he shouts, Mama, look! Beside a railing is a small red bicycle. They both lean out the window. Joseph says, on this bike, my feet would touch the pedals. But Mama hauls him back. We must prepare. School is tomorrow. Joseph pictures the schoolroom the way it was at Kakuma. With 100 children all shouting words, the teacher writes on the blackboard. Here, he would not know the teacher. Here, he would not know the children. He would rather stay home with the bike. Mama has none of that. She marches Joseph out the door first on the first day of school. On the way, they see a girl with a whoosh of big curly hair whirl past him on the red bicycle. Are you going to my school? Whoosh calls. She points and she sees a building long like a river. But his mind is on the bike. He will go to school, he decides, because the bike is going there. In the class, Joseph does not find 100 children. He counts one, two, three. When he gets to 18, he recognizes the hair. It's whoosh. Through the window, he sees her bike. He is happy to see it and sits. At the end of the day, he races home behind it. At Joseph's apartment building, whoosh drops the bicycle. She climbs backwards up the stairs. She lives here too. What's your name, she calls. Joseph ignores her and kneels by the bike. Tomorrow, hey, he says, the words Dao told him. I will ride you. Tomorrow, hey, Wush laughs. Is that your name? I like that. He does not answer. He is thinking about how to get a ride on the bike. Joseph decides to give Wush something of great value. In exchange for a ride, he draws a lion. Sleek and fast. In the morning, he tucks it between the spokes of the small red bicycle. Then he watches. He turn, his turn is coming. Whoosh blasts down the stairs, spots this paper, and unrolls the lion. Joseph comes to claim his ride. Okay, she says. She flings her arms wide. We can be friends. Friends? Joseph is surprised. Whoosh gets on the bike, throws him a smile, waves the lion in the wind. I gave you the lion for a ride on... 
Joseph begins, whoop, she is gone. He did not even get to touch the bike. Tomorrow, hey, Joseph says as he slowly walks to school. Joseph watches at the window. A new smell he likes, pizza, wafts through the screen. He hears the basketball bounce on the blacktop. Boys are shooting hoops by the streetlight. His mind through returns to that small red bike. The next day, Joseph waits in the bike's parking space. His bandana in his hand, whoosh slides down the railing. Please, I want to ride the bike, he says. You may wear this. It holds your hair in the wind. I like my hair free, Woosh says. Besides, my bike's broke. A tree hit it. Broke, he says. Want to see? Joseph follows her to a tool shed. His mouth is an O of wonder as so many tools. The bike is twisted and bent. His heart is racing. He has seen bikes worse than this. His hands itch to pick up a tool. I have fixed bikes, he says. He looks at Woosh. She shrugs. He picks up a wrench, remembers how to loosen a bolt, holds tight to the handlebars, gives them a tug so they face frontward. It is beautiful. The bike, the seat, the pedals, the spokes. He straightens the fender, presses the pump on the valve, pushes air in the tire. With his bandana, he shines the bike's red body. Ooh, Wish sings. You fixed it. Joseph's chest sparks with pride. Want to ride, she says. He grabs the handlebar, wheels the bike out. It's happening. He sweeps his legs over the seat. His foot finds the pedal as he rolls fast down a slope. He swerves to avoid a tree. The bike dumps him. Those trees, Wish says. Joseph gets up, mortified. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. He swings his leg over the top again, pushes the pedal down, falls, gets back on, crashes again and again. Then he is pedaling. He makes it as far as the sidewalk. Then he balances all the way down the slope. Now he feels the rhythm of the bike. He leans back and laughs. This is how Dua must have felt when he rode his bike in the camp. He sees Woosh jumping up and down. I'm riding, Woosh, he shouts. You call me Woosh, she shouts back. Not as funny as tomorrow, eh? You call me tomorrow, eh? This makes Joseph laugh so hard, he and the bike tumble over with his laughing. And then Woosh falls down laughing too. I rode the bike. He shouts. A smile lights his face. The bike. He jumps up. He lifts it, brushes leaves off the seat and the fender. Then tomorrow, eh? And whoosh, take turns riding till the round moon rises above. The end. Now, isn't that a great story? He made a good friend. 
He got to learn how, he taught himself how to ride a bike. He didn't even know how to ride a bike, but wanted to ride it so bad, he taught himself how to ride a bike. And I think that's a good lesson for all of us to learn that even though we don't know how to do it, but we want to do it, we just need to keep trying and trying and trying till we get it. And I think that is absolutely right. So if there's something you want to learn, keep trying because eventually you're going to get it and you're going to understand it and you're going to be just like Joseph and ride that bike with his friend Wush. So I'm just reminding you guys again, hey, Wonderful You contest is still out there. Great prizes to win. I will be showing what's in one of the books um, probably on Sunday so you guys get an idea of what you can win. You can win multicultural crayons, which is absolutely great. And all you have to do is just draw a picture of you. That's it. A picture of you. So I can post it to the fan page. And that's, that's all you have to do. Draw what you think you look like. Okay? So next week, we're going to be reading We All Went on Safari. And that's by Lori Krebs and Julia Cairns. So I think that'll be a great story to read next week. And I'll see you then. So remember, I am proud to be Black because Black looks good on me. Take care, everybody. Bye. (music) 